2: He is hey, it is ding, 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 ding. Woo! Woo! The finest crystal. Uh, that could be the start of it, right? Hi, guys. Uh, you are listening to the On The Rag podcast. As always, myself, Alex Casey, Leonie Hayden. Good afternoon. And Michelle A. Court. Good, li- good day. good a day good a day Good-a-day to use all. having a drink. <laughs> it is too early for us to be having a, a fizzy wine, as my mum would call it. Yeah. That's fine. Oh. Um... Before we get into the month that has been for women, I thought we'd do some sexy admin. I'm assuming there's going to be sexy music playing now. Um, hey guys, we're going off on iTunes. We've got nine reviews. Woo! And it's oh, and it's going really strong. And I think if you're listening and you haven't, you're not one of those nine people. Jump onto iTunes. Give us a rate. Give us a review. Subscribe. While you're on your computer machine, jump on Facebook. <laughs> give a little like to On The Rag. On Facebook. Jump on Twitter while you're there. I mean, you're there already. You just have to move your finger.
0: Keep it respectful.
2: Give us a chat on Twitter using the hashtag OTRpod. Please. I love it. I love praise. I operate solely on praise. And we've had some praise. We've had some criticism. We have, I, I yeah. also enjoy criticism as well. If you do have feedback. Not as much, though. Mm. Not as much. I, I love, mean, I prefer praise. Not me. I'm a delicate flower. <laughs> You know, we we'll have a we we'll have a no we we'll have a no criticism filter for Leone. Thanks. Other two only. <laughs> um, and that would be really great because we want to we we're, we're starting a movement of care. It's, it's a sort of revolution. Did yes. I say? Did I use the R word too soon? I think it's okay. I think it's fine. It's um, just a movement. And if you love a podcast, why don't you check out the rest of the spin-off podcast? There's Gone by Lunchtime about politics, The Get, an amazing series with Naomi Armold. Uh, <laughs> <It's too laughs> The glass is half yeah, empty already. <laughs> and that is not a metaphor. Um, Naomi Arnold talking to some wonderful journalists. And oh, pop-up podcasts, film festival podcasts, just so many podcasts. Don't so. to sell them though, because we want them to stay here. Yeah, true. Great. Yeah, stay here. Yeah. And yeah, thank you for the sexy music, Jose. Let's... <laughs> this is not going to work, is it? Yeah. It's good. It's good. And let's get into it. Should we start with... If there's something strange... In your neighbourhood,
0: who you gonna ban? <laughs>
2: <laughs> all women. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ghostbusters, was all right, eh, guys? It
0: was. <laughs> it was. It was a, it was a good. Film.
1: It, there were many laughs. I, you know what? See, I haven't seen it yet, and that's not going to stop me reviewing it because it Good. didn't stop any of the men reviewing <laughs> it before it had been released. You're right. I think it was a great film.
0: <laughs> it's your right to have an opinion a on a film. To- you on seen. Something I've
1: never seen. I'm going to see it. I just haven't had an opportunity yet. Um, but my favorite, uh, my favorite comment was from somebody who said that uh, not having a female-led Ghostbusters ruined her childhood, and I just thought, (laughs) booyah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) That's really... Go. It's a really great point. And it's something no, sorry. No, I was just gonna
1: say I did hear a review from somebody who actually saw the movie, <laughs> but I don't think it was as qualified uh, as mine. Um, <laughs> uh, and it was a it was a guy and uh, it was Simon Morris who's you know, he, he's a good film Simon Morris. I absolute. Uh good film reviewer. But he said that Chris I want your opinion. Chris Hemsworth stole the movie that he was just so Adorable and hilarious that he oh. completely overshadowed the other women. And I Ooh, thought about no. that and thought, mm-hmm. you know what? If there had been, if it was a, a boy Ghostbusters, it's really hard to imagine that now. And um, there is a <laughs> <My childhood's> cute, <laughs> a cute <laughs> funny, pretty lady in it. They wouldn't say she stole the movie and overshadowed yeah. the game yeah, They'd say she, no she made a lovely cameo. Yeah. yeah,
2: nor would they be looking for her performance yeah. to save the movie or yeah. anything. Chris Hemsworth was exceptionally funny, was. to be fair. But you know who else was funnier? All of the women, and especially Kate McKinnon. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Kate McKinnon was crazy. And I did see one criticism of, like, like not every facial expression has to be weird but I am sorry but every I lived for every single weird face that she made Mm. like she was creepy and amazing and you just need that level of weirdness in your life
1: I like a weird facial expression women get criticized for doing too many facial expressions for showing too much on their face Mm. and to which I say two words Jim Carrey Mm. so (laughs) come on we're allowed to use our faces for something other than pouting I think
2: and yeah. there was also, there was no romance, really, right? I mean, Kristen Wegg was kind of <laughs> enamoured with Chris Hemsworth in quite up. an on-the-nose kind of yeah. man-candy kind of way. Um, but, you know, it was completely, it was almost like, it was completely devoid of, of yeah. that traditional thing. Yeah. Oh, and did you miss cool. it? Did you miss it? No, I wasn't like, oh, my God, Please. where's the kiss? Where's my sexual tension? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And it also didn't overplay the um, uh, the other when it swings the other way and um, you get the sort of girl power message rubbed up in your face and how female friendships are more important than boys, and which is great. And um, mm. But, you know, again, it was just like, this is just a comedy and it's got some big laughs and some big action set pieces in it yeah. and some fighting and some cool special effects. And you didn't need to go too far in the other direction either, which it didn't. Yeah. It's like, let's just assume we live in a world where women are scientists and you know crazy (laughs) sci-fi
2: yeah yeah that's what i liked about it because at first kind of when it finished i'll admit i was expecting something like that i was expecting a giant kind of eureka feminist manifesto to come raining down on me but then i realized i was like it's actually cooler to just be chill about it and just make it and just do it and don't you know have this Look at what I'm doing. This is so crazy. Yeah. It's better to just let it be, because then everyone else can just start making it without having all this pressure yeah. and tension. And
1: and it is mad to expect one movie or one oh, human exactly. to f- redress the whole thing that's been going on since movies mm. were invented. So I I really liked hearing the review saying it's not uh, going to change the world, but it's a good movie. Yeah, it's, mm. that's really nice that it doesn't have to fix everything. Mm.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was interested in criticisms. Um, about Leslie Jones' character and why yeah. she also couldn't be a scientist and why did she have to be the sassy transit worker. I mean, those kinds of criticisms aside, Leslie Jones was hilarious mm-hmm. and so much funnier than her male counterpart in the original films. Winston just, like, had no reason to be there. He wasn't <laughs> funny or sassy or any of that stuff. So I can, I kind of get it on, on that front and I also get why she wanted to play that role because she's hilarious. Mm. Like it was, yeah, I mean, she was really great, but it did lead to, it did have some disastrous fallout for her as an actress, which is unfortunate.
2: Yeah. This Twitter thing that happened to her, I think is the worst thing I've, one of the worst things I've ever seen. Yeah. Like we were just kind of watching it live in the office eh, as it was Yeah, unraveling.
0: So Leslie Jones started to retweet a lot of the uh, racist messages that she was receiving via Twitter. Instead of just blocking people, she was like, I'm going to retweet these messages, I'm going to share them with people so people know what hideous stuff that I'm being sent. And so she just started retweeting it all. And it's it's 1920s, I've got a pitchfork in my hand and I want to like mm. hang someone from a tree style racism it's pictures it was pictures of gorillas mm. it was pictures of that gorilla that got shot and people saying that, that they would prefer that she had been shot instead of that gorilla oh, yeah. it was some of the most it was the darkest the depths of bad mm. humanity I have seen in a really long time and she was getting it in in bulk
2: yeah and the fact that she was able to retweet it and stay on twitter and have this dialogue like she said some incredible things and yeah. she went on this you know kind of interspersed between retweets she had this own commentary of her experience watching these things and trying to deal with it that takes a lot of guts yeah oh god like, yeah it was so much easier just to shut your computer and yeah and walk. just walk away and yeah, yeah.
0: Surround yourself with nice things and eat something delicious and use all that money that you've made on that blockbuster film.
1: You just made a really nice movie with some really nice people. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. you should be having a good time thinking about which size yacht you're going to buy. Yeah, (laughs) so and and it's a really interesting thing, isn't it? Because I'm still coming to working out whether you respond to trolls or don't respond to trolls and, Mm. um. Not responding to them, blocking them, doesn't do anything to stop them in the long term. And responding to them means that you actually have to be present for it, which is horrific. But ultimately, probably what we have to do online. I don't. I still don't quite understand where that level of hate comes from, no. and whether it's always been there or whether it's been fired up. Whether it was kind of a. a a hot ember, and now it's burst into flames mm. thanks to social media.
0: Well, there are these these concerted efforts. There's uh, like it's organised, yeah. There's mm. organised campaigns of abuse. Which um, uh, there was a writer um, for the Guardian who did a piece on it. Um, a black woman who talked about that. There's various forums where, um, like, white supremacist websites, where if, if your name comes up, if just someone's commenting. And they're annoyed at you or they hate you or you did something that they think is really bad. Um, then just the dialogue around that comment or that commenter leads, it just, you know, everyone just ups tools and goes after them. And it's almost like everyone, it triggers something at the same time that, oh, I, well, I'm also annoyed mm. by that. Let's find where they yeah. are where their social media presence is. And Bring just your torches. Go for it. Yeah. yeah. And then you've got people like this um, fucking Milo Yiannopoulos mm-hmm. douchebag who then sort of sees these movements and then appoints himself a leader of it because he sees himself as some kind of, like, rebel rousing, like, rebel prince. And then he leads the charge even and makes it worse and larger and more horrifying for the person at the other end of it. It's, a, it's an insane culture.
2: Mm. I've just – I've as one of the tweets – one of the many tweets Lizzie did. This one I just loved. She said, stop letting the ignorant people be the loud ones. Y'all, I've got more love for hate. No, wait, hold on. <laughs> I'm getting too, too much bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> I've got more love than hate, but they're louder. Fuck that, be louder. Yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. was so good. Yeah. Just like, I, I think that's kind of what it comes down to. If you are up for it and you can handle it, exposing this type of thing and mm. standing up against it, which... Unfortunately, not a lot of people can do. Yeah, is incredibly powerful because I think so many people would have no idea of what you know what she was up against. Because yeah. I'm assuming their goal is to make you go away. Yeah.
1: So don't go away if you can manage it. Yeah. Would be the would be the way. That's to...
0: exactly it. It's erasure. It's like we go after people until they're gone. That's one more loud, visible black woman that the world doesn't have to deal mm. with, and then you just move on to the next one until. End goal being that there aren't any visible black women or yeah. women or yeah. black people or yeah. anyone. Or,
2: whatever. Until Twitter steps in. Yeah. And boots you off the platform. Yeah. Which feels like a massive moment. Shout out to Twitter. Twitter gets a yas queen, yeah. to yes, be that's honest. Me.
0: <laughs> I mean, the thing that a lot of people are forgetting about, because there's all this talk about freedom of speech and um, how, you know, protection of conservative views being um, as, as valid as... Um, as liberal views. But the thing is, he wasn't kicked off Twitter for having conservative views or for even being a racist douchebag. He was kicked off for the targeted abuse of Mm. another Twitter Mm. user.
1: It was hate, hate speech. He was
0: actually, like, you know, getting people together to target her. Yeah. And that's that contravened the rules of Twitter. Like, it's like, you broke the rules, so fuck off. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And I just, I keep actually, people just are conveniently... Just excluding that fact from the narrative, like, oh, yeah. you know, like, Twitter have Twitter have put their stake in the ground about which side of of the political field they stand on. It's like, you know, you were no, you were inciting. It's about behaviour, not a political exactly. um, ideology. He could have said all of those terrible things about her, and he wouldn't have been kicked off the platform. But also, mm. it wasn't the first time he's done that. That's what he does. No. Is he rabble rouses and he goes after people, which you know.
2: Where is he operating,
0: if not Twitter? Like, has he got, is he, like, a Reddit thing? What is this? <laughs> Bre- Breitbart is the name is of the, um, the site that he is the, I want to say, tech editor for. Oh, okay. So it's this movement that calls itself the alt-right. So it's young, tech-savvy oh, conservatives. Right. Right. So he was also one of the big proponents in Gamergate.
1: Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So he's got a really good back catalogue of. Yeah, his yeah. oeuvre is yeah. shining.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, he's I hope this movie by... of the dicks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> dicks. <laughs> alternate title. Yeah, I do think that this um, this Twitter thing will start some kind of revolution. We're going to say that word again. Yeah, on <laughs> on the rag. It's just a revolution um, because you know this month especially there's been a lot of conversation about comment sections and turning them off. Radio New Zealand switched mm. them off. The spin-off switched them off. Um, did anyone else switch them off? Well, st- I've noticed that Stuff has been making more
1: informed choices about what they turn comments on for. Yeah. So Because my column mm. that I do for Your Weekend goes up on the Stuff website, and uh, it has been 100% open to comments up until recently when they made a call not to open them. And um, and so they do it uh, – it feels like the default – I don't know. But it feels like, as a writer, the default position is off and mm. then occasionally they will put them on. And I, I also get the feeling that they're um, more carefully moderated than they have been. So that's great. Mm. Yeah. I don't get much real hate-hate. I, um, I get you've never been funny and um, – who do you think you are? And
0: besides, uh,
2: uh, con-
0: that great. you're like, I don't get that much hate, yeah. except for people attacking my yeah. personality and but my they don't, career. They don't and you're right to, come to over. speak. <laughs> Who do you think you are? Talking yeah. your
1: words. What, what? What? How do you get to have an opinion on Brexit? I don't know, because I'm in Europe right now, and I'm talking to some. Europeans about the British exiting—that <laughs> yeah. would be That's
0: how the media works. Hey ho, yeah. no, not um,
1: news. But it's not—it's not. You know, I don't get the level of of hate that lots of other people get. It seems—it feels less personal. It's always professional. It's just like you're really shit at
2: what you do. <laughs> it's like, but it's is. not my breathing or anything. It's,
1: <laughs> okay, I honestly don't care. I, well, occasionally something will get through that I'm upset about, but it, it's pretty rare. I just, I don't care. I just, I honestly do just visualize them all living in their mum's basement with
2: yeah. and porridge are, on their pants. Are. There's porridge.
0: There's so much porridge. It's crazy. We hope it's porridge.
1: It's probably not porridge. They don't eat porridge. I still
0: haven't, I haven't broken through onto that. I don't care what people I've never met say. No and I know either. that my media career will advance when I manage to break through that. It is genuinely what holds me back from doing all sorts of things, from having a more public profile, from writing about more personal issues or more political issues because of that kind of feedback. Yeah. And I, yeah, I mean, it's something I think about a lot and I don't know how you overcome that except for just by receiving so many waves of shit. mm you're also it, you also hardened to it, become. yeah. Yeah, and I just someone said to me once. I think I was fucking Simon Sweetman. You need, you need a, <laughs> you need a thick skin.
1: No, you don't. I, was like, I don't
0: know. Not thick skin is what makes me a empathize better, with people and experience and the world and, and not writer. be a fuckstick like so many other yeah. people in the media. Like, yeah. mm. so I mean, yes, I need a thicker skin to not be upset by the fucksticks, but also. That's what makes me me. It's th- that
2: you. It's the fact that you are the one who has to steel yourself against it, rather than the people stopping. Yeah. Okay, but here's also another. Not but
1: and here's another way. What I what I do is take the wins. So you know how. Uh, who said it recently? Uh, oh, I don't know. That, you know. Look, all you can do about all the upswelling of hate and fear in America and the rest of the world is fight that with love. You can't fight it with hate because that just fuels it. Mm. And so what I consciously do when people leave a positive comment or send me a personal cos- positive email, they go in a file folder on my email system. Aww, yeah. And when I've had a shit day... and. So I have kind of underplayed how much it bothers me because there are weeks where I go, I just don't fucking want to write about anything yeah. that anybody's going yeah. to give a shit about because I don't want to hear what people think about what I think. So you read the emails that go, "Thank you so much for saying that for on behalf of you know solo mothers everywhere who don't run with scissors and eat instant noodles and smoke uh, pee, um, you know." So you've got you have to. It's not about getting a sicker skin. I think it's about arming yourself with. Uh, Positive stuff mm. Mm. You can also
2: yeah. um, You say fight it with love Also fight it with lols yes. Yeah <laughs> And, and uh, I talked to Emily Wrights, The incredible Mummy blogger Extraordinaire From Wellington Who said that She gets these Incredibly long Hateful Awful emails And she'll just reply With like a lol
0: <laughs> She'll just Because <laughs> yeah, it's like right.
2: Lol you put all this effort in I don't care yeah. She actually does care But she's not going to Let them know that yeah. And just says lol Or just an emoji Of someone laughing And I think that's really funny Also to save I like, I, I try and save good things, but I also try and save the things that are just so extremely mean yeah. that it becomes full circle. Yeah, and I'm like, this is yeah. just really hilarious. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's mad. It's someone not- once told me, I'll never forget, I was quite young. I was probably only 18, 19. I went on, remember You Live back in the yeah. day?
0: Easy. Is that back in the day? I feel like that was just a couple of years oh, ago. No. <laughs> it was a couple of years ago,
2: <laughs> back in the days. Um, and I went on doing like some movie thing or something, and someone I'll never forget. Someone just commented and said, "This chick's as funny as a rotting watermelon." <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I was just like That's actually really funny. I was like, oh, a rotting so watermelon good? is gorgeous. I was like, I am. It's, Thank all, you. it's all kind of pink <laughs> and squishy and sweet and sugary and I love a rotting watermelon. It's wow. just a bit of me.
0: That is yeah, that's a stupid <laughs> insult. That's hilarious. Yeah. But it was so angry, it
1: was
2: so detailed and poetic. I loved it. <laughs>
1: he probably and I'm assuming it was a he spent a really long time putting together those words rotting watermelon. Yeah. He didn't realise that watermelon was one word. He maybe thought that, like,
0: they'd be like, oh, my God, you are so clever and funny. We're going to replace her (laughs) with you. Congratulations, you've got the job. Get
2: on the couch, mate. Get up there. Yeah, and I'll just go back to the the bloody orchard or wherever watermelons come from. (laughs) I don't know. That um, that chat
1: you did with Emily was delightful and defined. Anybody who's listening to this podcast, wait till the end and then go and read that. If you Mm. haven't read it, it was really, really good.
2: She's really amazing. She She's doing a. some very funny movie reviews for Metro right now Ta-da. about the film festival. The, y. It's the V, the
1: Y, the V, Isn't the it? Y.
0: What? What's the, oh. It would be oh. a it would be oh. a Y, wouldn't why? it? Why? If you got to the bottom of the V, a you would find <laughs> it was a Y.
2: <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I'm so drunk. Right after now. dark. Yeah, this okay. is great. Um, it's like one in the afternoon, by the way. Speaking of online harassment, there's also been this... <laughs> stop <laughs> stop laughing. laughter. Back to the dark stuff. Back to the dark stuff. Norton did a study about women in New Zealand this month. And it is... I don't know. It's kind of shocking. Kind of just everyday experiences of women, you know, would inform this. 72% of Kiwi women under 30 experience online harassment. 52% of all Kiwi women ever have been harassed mm-hmm. online. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised it's not...
0: Higher reading really. Yeah that's the well, thing Yeah, I mean that is very high That's one so that in two One in two One two right. people
2: It's not great that's... It's not good vibes No it's not great vibes <laughs> <is it? laughs>
0: Considering you should be able to live your life Without ever being harassed yeah. By anyone ever Yeah Really, really Online IRL That would be the Ideally we plane. live in a world where Half the women that you see As you walk around town Or on the bus Or on the way to school mm. Haven't been harassed yeah. By someone online Yeah Yeah I mean I definitely have Online. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's your story? Um, I stupidly, not stupidly. I don't regret it, but I uh, stood up for someone on Twitter who had used the everyday sexism hashtag to describe just like a, a terrible. It was just a very throwaway, light-hearted, terrible walking into a restaurant experience using the everyday sexism hashtag. Um, and then she got piled on by the Meninists that just, I guess, hang around by that hashtag, waiting for the hashtag waiting to pop for someone up. to to be Forward a massive <laughs> jerkwad too. Um, and so I defended her. And so then the the pylon focused itself on they me. They
1: quickly turn, don't they? Yeah, to the new. Well, they do, and, they, and
0: then they also. Pause the harassment to go through all of your Twitter <gasps> profile, uh, and then mm. they make it really personal, really quickly, and start using deliberately using your name in the in the comments to you, which I imagine is quite a deliberate like harassment technique. Makes yep. you feel very intimidated. Um, and then so I used Alex's patented um, fight hate with lols technique, <laughs> and told my basically my answer to every. Disgusting comment was, you're very sexy and charming and attractive and intelligent. Um, like, just laid on the sarcasm so thickly to the point where they were just like, I don't even know what's going on anymore. <laughs> like, like, I wasn't going to crack either and let yeah. them know I was being sarcastic. It was just like, it was just such a wave, a tsunami of sarcasm. that in the end Wow, they, good they point, kind of, you handsome prince. Oh, exactly. Mm. And they just all had to give up because yeah. they didn't know what, I was doing. That's awesome. It was it's very satisfying, but it didn't stop me from feeling absolutely ratchet for the rest mm. of the day that those dudes are out there just waiting. I mean, it is the online version of waiting in a dark alley yes. for yeah. someone to walk past. It is. Because... This woman had, who had originally written this tweet with the everyday sexism hashtag obviously thought she was making a tweet that was going out to sympathetic people who would also see that hashtag. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But there were just creeps lurking in the darkness, yeah. like, waiting. And it wasn't just, like, a couple. There were seven of them. I counted. That's like, crazy. I couldn't even keep up with, like, all of the fucking redneck Twitter handles that I was, like, <laughs> replying to. because, And they were... Most of them had military photos for their Twitter huh. avatars.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I mean it was redneck as hell, but you know
1: they weren't really military. They just bought some camo gear, <laughs> yeah, right there, off so the, the
2: army surplus. <laughs> just yeah.
0: draping mum's basement with that camo net. <laughs>
2: yeah. Don't come in here, mum! Yeah. I'm decorating.
0: First person, oh. first person shooters doesn't actually count as a military career, <laughs> by the way, guys. <laughs> The eight years that you spent playing Xbox doesn't count.
2: (laughs) I guess that's a weird part of it, though, as well, when there are these kind of pylons and people start targeting you specifically, knowing your name, going through Mm. your Twitter. That's happened to me before, Mm. where if you're making an argument about something people will go back to four years. They'll yeah. go four years back in your Twitter and say, but you said
1: this I don't even know how to scroll back four years on Twitter. I find so that really... So You've got to effort. wait for it to load. Yeah. It's just,
2: what? But on. it's just like the fact, I think, and especially if you start to get more serious threats outside of just harassment of people, you know, actually threatening violence, there's this thing of you don't know who these people are. Yeah. Are they in your city? Yeah. Do they know where you live? Are yeah. they And you know, I think that's an element of it that should not be downplayed. If people are particularly vulnerable and, you know, maybe not as steely against it, they might be just waiting one day to be murdered or raped, you know, because these threats come online. And this is part of this Norton thing as well, is that apparently there have been massive spikes in, you know, anxiety and depression, helplessness, because you don't also really, there's nowhere to go really for this kind of stuff yet. I mean, they've got these things of, oh, check your security, blah, blah, blah. Report it. To like these weird websites that are called like the Hub and stuff, and you're like, I don't know what this is, like.
0: Right, that applies to us here in New Zealand. Yeah. The Hub. Oh. I think so. Yes. I mean, as long as there are places for kids to report this stuff too, like, I mean, it's it's worrying that I wouldn't know where to go to report something like this, other than just say report it to whatever social media platform I'm using at the mm-hmm. time. But I hate to think that there are kids out there getting bullied mm. or worse by by their peers or by actual adults mm-hmm. and not knowing where to go, not knowing what to do about it, or, again, worse, thinking that you can't do anything about it.
1: Yeah. In theory, the cybercrime branch of the New Zealand police is supposed to be having something up and running so that people can report. Even these, you know, I was going to say small things, but they're not small. But, you know, this isn't um, having your... Um, business server hacked by mm. somebody who wants to ruin your business but you know these are nasty comments on social media and they're supposed to be getting better at dealing with this stuff so that you can report mm. those kinds of everyday occurrences but I don't know how effective it was I believe that they are Online method of reporting Crime wasn't really up to fucking snuff
2: <laughs> Right Yeah it is weird if you equate it to like a real life thing I just uh, recently flew from I don't want to brag about it but
0: I flew sure. from Wellington to Auckland Oh crazy And
2: um, someone had given me a pizza <laughs> stone Why
0: my arms tired
2: <laughs> Classic watermelon joke there <laughs> And uh, someone gave me a pizza stone Lovely gift And it had a knife in it <laughs> I didn't know. Aww. I thought it was a serving suggestion on the box. There was a giant knife pictured, and I was like, I oh, okay, just took it on as carry on. Took it on as carry on, but it caused a big fuss because I was like, there's not a knife in there because I pulled it out, looked, and the knife was at the bottom of the box. Anyway, long story short, I got put on some kind of <laughs> registrar <gasps> of flyers. Because I was like, what's your name? What's your address? Blah, blah, blah. Put me on the list. So now I'm on a database. Just for, oh. just for a, a humble pizza stone. Just for trying to take a massive knife on a plane. <laughs> Alex Casey is packing. And it, was like a, it was like a guillotine. Like it was actually quite <laughs> a serious big thing. When she pulled it out, I was like, oh, my God, I genuinely didn't know. Anyway, <gasps> moral to the story is, why is it that people who send violent, murderous tweets don't get on a similar kind of on registrar? Yeah. If you're a, like a dangerous flyer. Yeah. <laughs> Even yeah. if I'm just a pizza stone merchant, you know, yeah. it's not my fault. But, yeah, there should be something in place, whether it's something Definitely. that almost like a community needs to make it where you can keep a kind of yeah. list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, way, way before we
1: move on from there, maybe that's what we should be doing. You know, when there's seven guys with their ridiculous handles who piled onto you, maybe if we all – every time one of, this, one of these things happens, if we take a screenshot of their handle and – I don't know. Some, and when we all pull those, Here, here's the list of the July dick wads. Mm. <laughs> do any of them match with yeah. your dick wads? And if so, we, you know, well, they might happens? Just, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Is there even but enough
0: room on our servers for all the dick wads? Yeah. Like, true. I don't know. So. I was, um, someone on Twitter, one of the women columnists that I follow on Twitter, said that she had blocked 60,000 people. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, And she only books people if they send her abusive messages. And so every one of those people has probably sent her more than one message. Mm. That is a shit ton of fuckery right there. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. I don't know if I've got the time. Yeah, I don't know if I've got the energy.
2: Let's let's turn around. Let's turn around. Um, Should we do some cool tips? We kind of had some cool tips in there, but do we have any other cool tips for the month? For the
0: woman, woman uh, listening. I have a really great um, tip. It's a makeup tip. Oh, yeah. mm. Sorry, That's not nice. sorry for a makeup tip. That um, I feel like I invented this tip. I just started doing it at home. <laughs> But um, And I'm too scared to Google it and find out that I didn't invent this. So I'm Mm. I'm just going to claim it. At this point in time, this is my tip, but someone else probably already came up with it. So I like an eyelash curler because I've got really short eyelashes. And um, also sometimes it means I can look like I'm wearing a little bit of makeup without actually having to put mascara on my eyes. Because I always end up rubbing it into my eyes. So I warm up my eyelash curler with my hair dryer for a few seconds and it works the same as a hair straightener or curling tongs or whatever you curl your eyelashes with a slightly warmed eyelash curler and you get lovely eye pointy yappy Pretty eyelashes For the rest of the day I'm going
1: to lay down this And kiss amazing. your feet yeah. This is but, amazing yeah, You're
0: welcome You're welcome I
1: wasn't even You know how somebody Starts telling you a tip And you think Oh fuck I know where this is going When you said you warmed up your eyelash cooler I was going How the fuck Does she
0: do that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you boil it
1: What do you How That's brilliant With yeah. your hair dryer With hair dryer mm. um,
0: But you do have to be Like tested on the back Of your hand first Because I've burnt my eyelid <laughs> A couple of times By holding the hair dryer In there for too long Singed off the yeah. lashes there is just, no beauty without pain. Yeah, yeah, absent-mindedly standing there for say 20 seconds instead of 10 makes Can't, all the difference to a burnt eyeball.
1: I'm not a, I'm terrified of eyelash coolers. So I've never owned one. But but you recommend them. I'm going yeah, you know. to go. My
0: eyelashes have never been ripped out by one.
1: Right, right, right. I just, I'm almost terrified I'm going to squeeze I think my eyelashes. I always in get it. the corners of the lids,
2: just yeah. the corners ah, going. And I'm like,
0: ah, oh, that smarts. Yeah. And then you just stop and you do it again. So you're not pinching any skin. It's really good. Mm.
2: Mm. I also once bought some from Three Dollar Japan, and I took them home and took them out ready to use, and I realised they were eyelash cutters. I didn't do it, don't worry. But I looked and I was like, these are blades, and it was just this tiny little like guillotine again. Why would anybody cut their eyelashes? Don't don't we all want them to be longer than they are? Maybe yeah. if you cut them, they grow back. No, better. no,
0: <laughs> don't no. do that. That is not my uh-uh. cool tip. Do not yeah. cut your eyelashes. Oh, maybe it's just a, a different beauty standard. Maybe, I mean, maybe it's just... short eyelashes are cool. Is it possible
1: that with uh, very short eyelashes you can more easily stick really long fake ones mm. on? Again, Could be not that. recommending it. Just trying uh-uh. to think that through. Uh-uh. No, I think
0: long is better for fake eyelashes because okay. there's more for the glue to stick on yeah, too, yeah. yeah. I think.
2: Yeah, but
0: you
2: yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Cool tips. Okay. Um, I, might, I, I might have one. I don't know. I've just tested, tried this out today. I bought a really fantastic cashmere cardigan for 10 bucks from a second-hand store, and I love it. And then uh, noticed today that my car seat, and therefore the back of everything that, I was, that I've been wearing, is covered in this um, light sort of gray duck, egg, blue. There you go, Ooh, duck, egg, nice. blue, fluff. It's, lovely, it's lovely shade. everywhere in my, the sh- everything covered. It's just molting like a cat like a shit- in <laughs> spring. Yeah, like a shit. <laughs> do they molt? Yeah, know. I bet They're they do. Pr- They're fancy, they probably don't. Little fuckers, I bet they do. Um, so, apparently, the tip, according to my mother, she's in her 80s, she knows heaps of shit, she said to stick it in the freezer. Whoa! I know. So at the moment, what? on top of the frozen corn cobs and <laughs> and some leftover enchiladas, there is a ducky blue cashmere cardigan because I just oh went God. fuck it. It cost me ten bucks at a secondhand store. This either works or it doesn't, right? Mm-hmm. I can see why somebody
0: are put it in jeans, a secondhand store. Are your jeans along there with it? You know, that no, tip To put jeans, I'm putting oh, jeans what? in your freezer. What? So uh, denim experts mm. say that you're not meant <laughs> you to don't wash, wash them. Your jeans, but if they if you've been wearing them for like four months or whatever and they smell. That's disgusting. Apparently you put them in the freezer and then you let the cold temperatures kill any bacteria and smelliness instead of putting them in the washing machine. I've never tried it. I wash my jeans. I love like washing a <laughs> I
1: mean, I like things to be actually like same.
2: Yeah.
0: But yeah, that's
2: you a t- thing. you got to tighten the jeans sometimes with a wash, you know? Yeah, you do. Tighten
0: it back up. Exactly. Does the, the right. freezer do that? Mine get very yeah. loose around the knees.
2: mm Knees and the kind of
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm doing a weird gesture here.
2: Yeah, it's about the Y, you're guys. Right. <laughs> it's about. I'm the doing y. a Y style gesture.
1: Um, so I'll let you know next month with a. Oh, it I can't wait for on this. the fluffy
2: Cardi. Yeah, <laughs> Is someone going to like bake your jeans into a pie? or something?
0: <laughs> that's a good idea. Denim <laughs> yes. experts recommend we're
2: going to be eating food for
1: the next month that's just covered in ducky blue fluff. Yeah, you yeah. are. <laughs>
2: Um, My tip isn't even really... It's not as cool as yours. And this is not even a tip that's something I've made up. It's just about reporting bad drivers. (laughs) Because that's what I... I did it the other weekend and I felt fucking great about it. Are you like a school monitor on the road? I actually am. Wow. I'm becoming real just like demon on the roads keeping an eye out for anybody it's star five five guys if you see anything mm-hmm. that pisses you off anyone that nearly runs you over like i nearly got run over on hepburn street by this absolute tosser of a guy who is in an orange car his number plate is wisp if you know him Wisp give him a punch in the guts wisp isn't short for whisper i don't know oh wisp like wasp with an eye right no wisp Not a
1: no <laughs> just a w-i-s-p just a w-i-s-p
2: but he was... I'm just airing out my... This has nothing no, you to do with a woman or anything. Get this it off is just, just like, gripe It was probably
1: him. because he's a sexist prick
2: that he was. It was probably yeah. sexist. It's like the patriarchy. If you had been a man, he would never yeah. have done it. <laughs> um, he. Hepburn Street is a one-way street going up onto Ponsonby Road. And he was at the very top of it and decided to reverse back up the street at about, I'm going to say, 80 kilometres an hour. So my friend and I were going across. We looked to the right, as you would up at you Leno, know, On That's the only place Chaffee was coming from. And he nearly run us over because he was just reversing up the entire street to get a park that was like a block back. Anyway, so we were shaken. I was like, do we say something? What do we do? That was the other thing. I didn't know what to do. So I went over... And I said something stupid, like, oh, yeah, oh. yeah, it's over. I'm walking like, there. But I'm cool with it, you know, whatever, whatever you want to do, you know. <laughs> I'm just like, saying, it didn't fit with I'm, my plans. Yeah, yeah. I didn't go to the food court. Um, <laughs> And he would, like, kind of laugh, and was like, yeah, I knew you weren't looking, or something. <gasps> Cause we like we're on our phones or something, whatever. We weren't even on our phones. We were just talking and looking the right way and doing everything we should have been doing. He shouldn't have been reversing up a street, anyway. And then I had you know that awful thing when you leave a conversation and you realize all the really yeah. cool, funny, awesome things you've got to say. L'esprit d'escalier. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. I couldn't say it. I was trying to tell my friend. I was like, "This is it." That- Spirit. Stair of the stare thing. Stair thing. things happening. Um but then I realised ultimate revenge is to call the girls. <laughs> Staff <laughs> so nice. yeah. So I reported him and I gave a very detailed description of what he looked like and I hope that he gets his comeuppance because And
0: that's also what you get for having personalised plates. People can yeah. remember that shit way easier. Yeah. Mm-mm. You're on our shit list. Wisp. wisp, yeah.
2: Come for you, if wisp. That's
0: your real name. <laughs> Wanker in a sports car. So that <laughs> that's stands what for. it is.
2: Yes. Yes. All right. There are some great tips there. I can't wait to put my jeans in the fridge or whatever when I get home. Um, <laughs> where should we should be go? That's what you're
0: taking away that's from a, this. That's Not one away. of our actual tips.
2: No. <laughs> um, can we
1: talk about Hillary? Yeah. Is that cool? Yeah. Because I... Yes. Um, the way she's being portrayed, uh, he, or, he, or right from the beginning of her political... Uh, of her public profile Has been so cruel and mean and, and I'm really God, I'm so devastated At what happened on the first day Of the Democratic Convention With the uh, Bernie Sanders people Say, you know Nobody but Bernie And uh, um, Young women just don't connect with Hillary. See, I quite like Hillary. I don't. I don't worship the ground that she walks on. I, I don't feel like she's the savior of humankind, but I think she's um, a tough, intelligent, hard-working, good leader, and I think she'd be terrific. And I think the stakes are so fucking high with Trump that mm. they better get their shit yeah. together and sort that out. But I have been fascinated for the last couple of years at how much young women don't warm to hillary and i just keep feeling like it's because she looks like their mum, and they don't want to do what their mum says and we're so, we so we have so few variations of what a woman in power looks like mm. right we, we we had to fuck all of them and so we don't have a variety and we don't go yeah so and i yeah so mm. i want your opinion
2: Now that variety thing's interesting um because you know there was always that famous quote that Hillary said that she was never going to be at home baking cookies or whatever. Yeah, yeah. you know, trying to immediately distance herself from some kind of. So what she was kicking mother. back against
1: was being um, criticised for having a career yeah. that she hadn't given mm-hmm. up her career when Bill was elected, and and she felt like they had dismissed her whole career as a high flying lawyer. So, yes, yeah. I mean, I still I admired it when she said that. Mm -hmm. Because I saw where it came from But I also see that women who Don't work Who stay at home felt Offended by that Mm. But doesn't that get to the heart Sorry I'll stop talking in a minute I'm so pissed Um, (laughs) It gets to the heart of every woman Has to be every woman Capital E one word Yeah. yeah Every woman And so if she says I don't want it. I didn't want to stay home and bake cookies. I wanted to have a career. She wasn't saying. And so, if you want to stay home and bake cookies, you're yeah. fucked. She yeah. was just saying this is one of the options open to us, ladies. And don't yeah. criticize and me for. This is what I've chosen. I chose option A. You chose option B. Don't criticize me for not choosing option B. Mm. Yeah,
2: and that's kind of why I brought it up. Is also this, but there's this interesting thing of. Um, I also sent the the thing about. I'm a mother, so I make a better prime minister. Yeah. that happened in the UK. There's this strange kind of thing of you never hear male politicians comparing themselves to a different type of male. No, you know, there's mm. ne- there's just no. Yeah, they're just them, and that's who they are. They don't fit into groups. They're not coming from you know. They're not not making cookies. They're not baking cookies. No, they're not a dad or exactly. a ma- you know. They're just their, their fathering
0: skills don't make them exceptionally qualified for a career in politics. No, no man has
1: ever said that as no. far as I am aware. And yeah, you're right. That's exactly because. We're still trying to justify why we've turned up for the politics. Yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, you know, normally women aren't good at this, but I think I might be because I've got kids. Well, yeah. Nah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I, don't, I guess there's nothing wrong with um, thinking of your parenting skills as one of your skills, as one of the skills in your arsenal that helps you um, in your career and in your life. mm but I mean, again, it's not dudes don't show up and be like, "Well, I'm a very good dad." Yeah, so I've yeah. got this. And what and we- then the backlash to that is, well, what are you criticizing all men that aren't dads? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah, right. It's that you have to be everything. You have to be every woman to be a female business leader or a yeah. politician or yeah, because mm. you know you can't you can't alienate any of the ladies. Yeah. Mm,
2: but you also can't be too sexy you can't, you can't be, be too attractive. womanly but, but don't you can't be too, be too manly because that's a bit weird yeah
1: you yeah dried up old lezo.
2: yeah or a, a cold fish as Hillary uh. Clinton was called recently in from the seafood chain of all places ran an ad um about calling her a cold fish and it's just like I'm really scared and I've seen a few like think pieces about this it is just saying Trump is going to win because People hate women, mm-hmm. and that's just it, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. just what it's going to come down to. They they would rather let Trump in mm-hmm. mm-hmm. than actually uh, vote for a woman
0: unconsciously. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you might be right. That might be. I mean, the say, saying that I mean the the thing that gives me hope in a Demo- another Democratic leader is the fact that, that no one in a millennia thought that that America would have a black president, let alone one that ran for two terms. And arguably, people in America hate black people more than, even more than they hate women. But do they?
1: I think, I think maybe um, people would hate to be ruled by a woman, led by a woman, more than they would... A black man. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: I think possibly. It's... Isn't it crazy we're talking, even saying these things,
0: you know? It (laughs) is. (laughs) It feels ridiculous to be standing on a, a precipice where... Donald Trump might be the President on the other side of it it's, it's insane, it 's insane I'm just trying kind to of put my head between my knees and hyperventilate yeah mm.
1: yeah yeah I'm, i you can only hope, and I think i 'm wrong, I think he's going to get in, and it, you can only hope that. I mean, that's what's killing me about the left at the moment with their lack of ability to throw themselves passionately behind Hillary is that there are so many people who will throw themselves passionately behind Trump. Yeah. Mm. And so if you don't get the get out the vote for Hillary because you're a bit meh, she looks like my mum, <laughs> you're going to fucking lose to yeah. the... Gun-toting, Satan. open-carrying, Satan. Christian, white bred anti-abortionists who are dying to get their dude in, mm. and he's not even their dude. Sorry, I'm fine. Yeah. No, I'm fine. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, Could, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can I? I just want to go and sit in the freezer.
0: I know. Um, I tell you what, my favorite thing about the Demo- Democratic convention had, has been was what it was. Oh my god, I'm pissed as well. <laughs> um so this is also my yes my well, yar- yar- eh? Queen oh, okay. for this month. Cool. Mm. Um I mean politically I'm quite I'm ambivalent to Hillary. You you what? I'm amb- ambivalent to Hillary. <laughs> um you know being yeah. being the, the good socialist that I am, I was a Bernie booster. Yeah, I am yeah. suspicious of where all of Hillary's money comes from. Um, but uh the the point in the Democratic Convention that um really gave me life was Michelle Obama's speech. Oh my god. Where it all just suddenly became clear to me that the next American president should actually be Michelle Obama.
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes. Yes.
0: Hashtag Michelle for president. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She is amazing. She's such an incredible woman. She's such an incredible speaker, has she always been? Mm. Because I mean, I've seen her deliver speeches before, but that was that was powerful. I mean, I feel like that even outstripped anything Barack has done before. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, um, and the body of the speech was just her endorsement of of Hillary and um, talking about, um, well, just the stuff where she was talking about her children and how they were children when they were, you know, when they first went into the White House, and then she watched them grow into women um, while they were president and first lady. And they were wondering and questioning, you know, what they'd done to their children. And, and then she said the line um, – oh, I wrote it down. She said the line, I live in a house that was built by slaves. And I just mm. had, oh like, God. goosebumps. Like, it was amazing. It was just this really amazing realisation of, of that, of that moment of her visibility as, like, this amazing black woman saying those words – To millions of people all over the world,
2: Mm -hmm. and I was just like, "Yes, Queen, cheersie, yes, Queen." Yeah, Yeah, totally.
0: So yeah, that's awesome. Maybe in so if I wasn't gonna vote for Hillary before, and if I was a U.S. citizen, then I definitely would now, based on that endorsement. Yeah,
2: and you know, if if this pattern's anything to go by. Maybe Michelle will be running in the future. Yeah. You know? yes, it is. Little, that would be great. In a little while. She also does a hell of a carpool karaoke, which always gets <laughs> oh, <yeah>. my home. It's <laughs> so good. It is so yeah. good. Yeah. She just loves Stevie Wonder so much. I love oh, it. I love her. Um, mansplain moment, guys. Quickly. I feel like we've been talking for 300 oh, yeah, we hours. Have, we have. Do you have a mansplain moment of the month? I don't. But can I do my yes queen on the back of it? Yes. Yep.
1: Louisa Wall. Uh, along with Countdown and the Salvation Army uh, have started a campaign um, for people to buy sanitary napkins and tampons to give to young students, young women who are at high school and at university and it's through the foodbank.org.nz and for $15 you can buy a hygiene pack and it will be given to young women who don't go to school or go to university when they've got their period because they can't afford the sanitary napkins or because they've spent so much on tampons that they can't afford the bus fare and it's fucking great that's awesome that's that? and people are also encouraging um, uh, people to drop tampons and stuff off at food banks as well so that they mm-hmm. can be
2: distributed because they're so fucking expensive they are, so, so Louis
1: Wall thank you very much
2: that's amazing yeah. my last coin is um, a collection of coins actually who I spoke to the other day on this very on- podcast. Um, they're the woman who made the rehearsal. They're the oh, rehearsal right yeah. now in the film festival. Eleanor Catton novel, produced by a woman, directed by a woman, written by a woman, starring heaps of women. It's just great. You awesome. don't see that very often in New Zealand. Yeah. And um, so, shout out to them. They were all very inspiring to talk to. Emily Perkins gave me the best advice ever. She just said, when you're going to do anything, just do it like you're a guy. You know? That's she so said, great. just. If you're making something, writing something,
0: oh.
2: just doing anything in your everyday mean, life. Though? Do it like a guy. Well, with like the confidence. Don't second the, guess yourself. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah. Pretend
2: yeah. you were a guy. Yeah. I mean, not like, yeah, <laughs> put a fake moustache on. <laughs> 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 I mean, you can if you want. You can if you want. That's fine. You can do if you want. Um, but that was kind of the gist of it. I, I found that it was just really nice to hear from someone who's like a proper fancy, you know, yeah. who's just got these own, she's got her own little cool tips yeah. that she tells herself. Yeah. That. That's cool. Always cheers me up. Um, how are we going for time, Jose? Uh, Fifty six. Jesus, good chance. Should call it a wrap. I mean, there was. There's a whole bunch of other stuff. There's been Kimye. Oh, there's Kimye been
0: Taylor.
2: There's been Al Brown talking about men suddenly cooking. Should we talk about that in
1: August? Which is pretty soon. Yeah, we do let's that? roll
2: over Kimye because things will happen. More stuff will happen. Yeah. Um Quickly, should we do a roundtable quickly of Book Club and Watch Club? Just to give people some content for um, yep. the rest of the month without yep. us. Yep. Um, Watch Club, I'd like to recommend Hotel Kulgadi, which is in the New Zealand International Film Festival at the moment. It is a documentary about two Finnish backpackers who have no money. They got their stuff stolen off them in Bali and go to Australia to, solely for the purpose of finding a job to make all their money back. And they get outposted in this bar in this like one-horse town in the middle of nowhere in Australia and it is like horrific. This it's a mining town full of men. They're like the fresh meat. They're literally called the fresh meat of the town. And it's all about them just trying <laughs> to survive. It will make your skin crawl. <laughs> Honestly, I have my hands in front of my eyes a lot of the time. It's very much like that. Wow. But it's like essential viewing. Highly recommend it if you get the chance to see it. What's that. it called? Hotel Coolgardie. That's okay. the town. Okay. Yeah. Coolgardie. Coolgardie. Yeah. Sounds great, Mike. Wow.
0: Who else? Uh, My film, um, also at the film festival, um, is called Heart of of a Dog. The Heart of a Dog. Um, And it's filmed by um, artist and musician Laurie Anderson. Um, You might remember from the 80s with her vocoder song. (laughs) Oh, Superman. Also married to Lou Reed. Um, And she made this uh, very whimsical visual essay Love Letter to her old blind terrier, Lola Bell. Um, And it is visually really cool, very um, artistic and imaginative, but actually much more accessible than that sounds. Um, And just filled with the sort of cool uh, insights that you would expect from an artist, also an older artist. She's lived her life. She's a really great writer. um, And she talks about um, all the things that Lola Bell taught her about about growing old. And also the dog. It's really cute. He plays the piano. Shut up. No. She, she plays the piano. They got a dog trainer to teach oh Lola Belle stuff when they first got her. And then the dog trainer was like, look, I've discovered that she can play the piano. And so you've got this blind, tiny old dog <laughs> no, no, just no. smashing out a tune. Is, it, is that good? It's, is that... it's amazing. Okay, and it's good. adorable. Okay. And then all of the stuff around that is visually really beautiful. And the the sort of. The voice over the narrative is, is really great and insightful. Aww. It was it was awesome. Oh, I love it. it, it, love it. But there's also a, a, a um, part of the New Zealand Film Festival website that's worth checking out that's called Women Make Movies. Mm, so you actually mm. have all of the movies that are at the film festival made by women. Oh, that's all great. All in the one section, which is really cool. So I like that it. was that was in there.
1: Cool. Um, oh, see, all I've been watching for the last little while is Stranger Things on Netflix. Have you oh, yeah. been watching
0: it? Oh, no, really you've seen the first episode. Okay, So
1: I've seen five, six, six. Got two, two to go. Uh, Winona Ryder. Being kind of false, possibly acting a little too much, in a slightly <laughs> different show from everybody else. But it's a really, it's great, it's great, mm-hmm. and it's a, it's so authentically 1980s. So that's all. Yeah, no, cool. I'm just, um, obsessed with it. In it's fact, great. like I stayed up super Everyone late last is. night because I, I, could, I know I can only watch two episodes tonight, so I had to watch three last night. So yeah. Oh yeah. <gasps>
2: Got to balance it out. Any wait. reads? I don't actually have one because I, oh, it's taken me a long time to read a book.
0: <laughs> um, I have been uh, re visiting my past as a music journalist and um, reading a book called Rip It Up, funnily enough, was cool. the name Aww. title of yeah. a magazine Aww. I used to edit um, this is an American book, it's called Rip It Up, the um, Black Experience in Rock and Roll and uh, it's edited by um, this incredible uh, African American woman music journalist called Candia Crazy Horse, one of my favourite writers of all time, she only writes one of the essays in the book um, but it uh, is a uh, group, um, collection of pieces, their articles or essays especially written for the book, um, about, uh, black musicians and rock and roll, Mm -hmm. Lenny Lenny Kravitz, um, Arthur Lee from Love, um, Miles Def, uh, there's a really great essay by Lester Bangs, obviously not a a black person, but about, um, racism in punk. It was, it was written in 1979 and this is an era of music that I really love, the sort of, um. 70s New York punk CBGBs Mm. kind of a sound and Lisa Banks has now ruined all of that for me because approximately a third of the bands that I liked were massive racists um so that's exciting including Nico from the Velvet Underground. She's stolen your childhood. Oh no no, she hates Negroes by the way so sorry about that everyone that liked Nico and or the Nico era Velvet Underground. She was basically dropped from Island Records for saying in an interview in Melody Maker that she didn't like Negroes. And, you know, Island Records, of course, being Bob Marley's record label. Um, and then complained that he's not actually a Negro, he's a Jamaican and they have white features, so it's okay. Wow. Waiter. So. Waiter. Double fuck it up. Yeah. So, Nico, yeah. Bye, Felicia. See you
1: later. <laughs> See you later. Um... Uh, I, did, I can't, I'm not reading a book that I want to recommend to anybody, um, but in lieu of that, the your Booked club. Uh, that's a little joke I've just made, made inside my own tiny head. <laughs> the last of the uh, Nottinghamshire, Nottinghamshire Police announced two weeks ago that misogyny was a hate crime and would be treated oh. as any other wow. hate crime for against somebody because of their belief ethnicity, ability, any of those things. So now women in Nottinghamshire if they feel that they have been... That, that they have uh, experienced negative behaviour. That is because they are a woman. They can go We're to the, the police. police, and they will That's record amazing. it. Aww. And they're collecting data to see how often women experience this in public. Yeah, and they'll ask you how you That's how amazing. it's affected your life. They're sharing the data with uh, Women's Refuge in Nottinghamshire, and they will also yeah. So they will they will follow it up. And so it's stuff that might not normally be crime, like woof-whistling or shouting or mm-hmm. um, squeezing your boob on the tube, any of those things, uh, they're a hate crime and will be treated just mm. like any other. Not That's amazing. Name.
2: Yeah. for Nottinghamshire. Wonderful. All right. great, great sheriff in Nottingham. Yeah. Top bloke. Top bloke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Michelle's oh, doing some kind of scream face now. It's so probably time to finish. Thank me you. Home. If you are still here, thank you so much for listening to the very end of this. Thank you, guys. <laughs> thank you, Leonie, Michelle, Jose, as always. Jose. Thank you the spin And thanks for listening. We'll see you next month on The Rag.